video is the quite good because people want to see number one they want to touch that feeling of it kinesthetic but many of them are visual yeah so they want to see even if they don't hear you they just want to see that you're doing something that makes them feel that you're real Hey folks, how's it going? It is Dom O'Neill here. This is the Vlogified Content Strategy Masterclass. It is giving you the tools you need to succeed in the digital age, in the age we are in now where content and knowledge is key. So it's working out what your content strategy is and how to actually day-to-day do it, how to day-to-day make it happen to convert people, to first get people, get new leads and then convert them into customers via content that's what we're talking about now today we're talking about live okay i'm not a huge fan of facebook live i'm not a particularly huge fan of linkedin live but i know some people are using it really well i know some people find the live aspect actually much easier to start than pre-recorded so i'm speaking to a guest sudden money and she it has used Facebook Live specifically uh, to start her content journey. So I wanted to speak to her today a little bit about why she used Live, uh, what's good about it, what's bad about it in your uh, content portfolio. So Suda, um, please introduce yourself. Who are you and what do you do? I help entrepreneurs use technology effectively. I've been in technology for about 23 years as software developer and strategist. Uh, I say to people, everyone is different, and you need to know what what your business model is, and then use the technology. So that's exactly what I do. I help entrepreneurs use technology effectively in their business, so that they can um, buy back the time and money, which they always wanted. How are you then using video? So you, you, you've kind of got a really good tech background, but how are you using video yourself? It's always been a nightmare for me for videos, to be frank with. About um, ye- not even a year or so, I've been thinking about doing Facebook Live uh, and video as such for a while because it is quite accessible nowadays than it used to be previously. So I was thinking, how am I going to do these videos? I've always been camera shy. Uh, you won't see me um, having that many personal photographs or selfies. Or uh, it, I am quite, I mean, I don't know. Nowadays, I hear everyone say this. But at that point, I thought I was unique. And I had this fear uh, to be in front of camera. Yeah, I know lots and lots of people who are really good public speakers, but don't feel confident on camera and you kind of hit the nail on the head it's you know you are in essence speaking to yourself aren't you yes so how how then did you get over that i know lots of presenters who who like to present to someone so i always remember the the two ronnies ronnie corbett when he did his bit he did this kind of five minute monologue in every show where he was talking into the camera and he used to pretend that uh the cameraman was his aunt 
And so he would speak to the cameraman as if he would speak to his aunt. Can I, is, that, is that something you've used? Or? It took me a while. It took me a while. I went on every Facebook Live challenges there could be. And everyone said, oh, you're quite not uh, quite lively on, on camera. But I never felt it, you know. I just said to myself, "Yeah, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. It's my occupational hazard. Um if you want to do good in business and get your brand um, expansion, just do it. Has doing lots of videos helped? Because I, I know you are quite active in the uh, 60 videos and 60 days, 30 videos and 30 days. I noticed you're quite active in those kind of groups. Kind of, has that helped you uh, with your camera presence? So what I will do is I would be, I've always been an impromptu speaker. I never had a problem of, of like, if you give a title, I, I'll speak on, on that. I never had that um, inhibition of not speaking on a topic. So it, I said, I will do Facebook Live 66 days in a row. I was not confident at all because the consistency of doing the live is not easy. That is you've very got true. That fear, you've got that fear. You've got to know who's there, um, who who's watching you, who is going to watch you again, and if there is no views, what are you going to do? And you've also got the logistical side of things. The beauty of kind of pre-recording is you, if you know you're going to be busy for five days, for example, you can pre-record five videos and just put them out. But I'm assuming you can't do that for the lives. No, no, you can't. And um, I, I did that 66 days in a row. And every video was like more than 10 minutes or something along that line. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's cool. Um, I, and then around the 31st or 32nd day, I changed my objective from wanting to get comfortable and being consistent <laughs> Uh, to okay people are not watching why am i doing this you know you cannot change that objective midway through a challenge your objective to start with was to get comfortable in front of camera to get the consistency going to speak about some things Mm. in in a way that people can understand and 32nd day or something along the line, I was like, I am just going to give up. There is no views. No one is re- responding back to me. No one is, no one is fee- giving feedback and all of that. Mm. And I did that video as well on, on the live. And the response I got was unbelievable. Wow. Uh, I got personal messages saying, keep keep doing it. Whatever you're doing, it's good and there were a few people on on my facebook stream um said oh you should keep going and i was like oh my god people are watching they're not just not responding to it on the on the live yeah. but they they are watching it that gave me a different kind of confidence yeah even though i was scared to death yeah it gave me a different kind of confidence that i should not let these people down you're kind of having the start of, of like a tribe or the start of a, 
uh, a fan a fan base almost they kind of talk in podcasting a lot about having fans and super fans who are then the ones who may not be the ones who buy from you but they'll be necessarily the ones who tell others about you and that is when the real yes. the real uh, good stuff happens yeah that that is what uh, that's that's what i loved about it is oh yeah my brand is um becoming um brand is expanding and at the same time people came to know what I do even though I felt like I am repeating myself people came to know ah that's what you're doing oh yeah so that is so that does that text so that does websites so that does this up until that point no one knew what I was doing even though they had a vague understanding of what I was doing. Yeah. If you're able to get the the message of not understanding what I'm doing at the vague understanding of it's it's almost gave me that aha moment of unless people see you talk about what you do repeatedly, they would not remember what you're doing because there's so much noise in the market. There's so much noise in the market. There's so much noise in people's lives. There's so much noise generally. People are so busy and so bombarded that, you know, I have conversations with people for, you know, over and over again and I chat with them all the time and still there are people that I know have don't fully understand what I do. But the beauty of, uh, as you've just said, coming out and creating content consistently is people can keep on dipping back in and keeping up with what it is that you're doing. They can keep in touch with what it is you're up to. It builds kind of understanding. It builds respect. It builds trust. And eventually that then leads on to the kind of relationships where people can buy from you, which is obviously very exciting. But how how do you come up with that quantity of content? You're talking about a minimum of 10 minutes times 66 days. So what? how did you come up with that level, that level of content? You, you've got to think about this. The 66 days when I took, I never had any structure apart from two objectives. I want to get consistent. I want to get comfortable in front of camera. And I want to do it publicly. Yeah. Not in a group, not in hiding behind the screen, not hiding behind a, a video and then editing it. It was not. Those, those things were never entered my mind. When I did that, and I was like, I was... I said to you, to myself, okay, whatever the topic is, I will. I started out with the comfortable topic of what I do. I've had a number of different guests come on and say that video takes time. Sometimes you can get instant success and other times you don't. Uh, do you think having two very simple goals of being more comfortable on camera uh, and being consistent, do you think that actually helps with you being able to complete the uh, courses? Yeah, that's that's right. I had the same... Um, inhibitions like like your clients i had the same inhibitions video is taking longer time video is um it's almost making me see my own um negativities if you know what i mean yeah um own shortcomings not negativities mostly shortcomings we judge ourselves so harshly that we only see the shortcomings we don't see what is what's in front um, of us, what the what the positives are. What made me do the live? Number one, those two simple objectives of what what needs to be done, and number two um, was no matter what, I am doing this. Yeah. 
at the start of yeah. it, no matter what I'm doing this, if people don't like me, that's their problem, not my problem. It is easier said than done because I lived it. Whenever I did my video, I did it last thing in the evening intentionally because I didn't want to put the makeup on. It was intentional for me. I wanted to be as bare as possible so that the content comes out of me. I've got a weird way of doing things. So the content comes out of me. I did put some time, some few days I did put makeup on, but I didn't want those things, excuses, stand in between why I didn't do a live. Interesting. Or no. People talk about authenticity all the time. People talk about being transparent all the time. But when it comes to a camera uh, or even even in front of mirror, not many cry just because they don't want to see their squishy face in, uh, in the mirror. So it was intentional for me in, in many ways that I, I will not put makeup on. And one thing I was quite clear, I will not come on uh, in, in, in the jammies or um, come in, in a bathroom. That was quite clear. But other than that, I, I said, I won't put makeup because... I'm okay as I am. Cool. And I won't put the suit on or put a jacket on just because. In Some of it, it was natural because I might have come out of the meeting. I would have just had it on. I would have done the, um, done the live like that. But many times it was just plain day-to-day clothing. If people are in the same position as you were, they hadn't yet done the videos, they're kind of dreading the videos... Now, what is the one bit of advice you would give them uh, just before they start start filming? Just get your voice right. It's, I, I say OM three times before I start. It just kind of focuses me Okay. in the video. Okay, good advice. But even before they take up a challenge, I would say just go and do a 40-day challenge. If you're not comfortable, do a seven-day challenge. Then top it up to another seven-day. Top it up to another seven-day. If that works, I would say do that. Irrespective of whatever, there is no compromise. You are doing live for your own personal progress, if you know what, what I mean. Do that. And don't have a plan. Don't complicate yourself by having, oh, I need to do three-minute video, I need to do two-minute video. It doesn't matter how, how long that video is. Even if it's 10-second video, just get on, do it, and then forget about it. Excellent advice. What often I find with, with clients is the one thing that stops them from starting is that they aren't starting. There's always some reason yep. that they can't, oh, no, but I haven't got the script quite right, I haven't got this quite right. You know, further down the line, you can worry about scripting. Further down the line, you can worry about what camera. Further down the line, you can look at getting your lighting super awesome. But actually, to start, you need to get started. Yeah, that is 100%. Because when I did 66 days, to answer your question, you asked me a question of does plan affect you? When I did my 77 days challenge, I did put together a plan because I set myself 11 weeks, seven days every day. So that is 77 days. So I will do each one topic every day. But during the fifth week or fourth week, my aunt got ill. 
so I was in Glasgow. I didn't have any setup whatsoever, so I had to just talk to the camera. At that point, I said, it doesn't matter if the plan, I am one of those anal person who goes by planning every every blooming thing. Uh, but at that point, I said, it doesn't matter. Just keep, that's not your excuse, just keep doing it. Fantastic. That is good advice. So how can people get in touch and how can we find out more about you, website, Twitter, that kind of stuff? Oh, I, I am um, on Twitter, Sudha Tech Coach on Twitter. I, I can give you all the details. Uh, you can put it in your show notes. Yeah. Uh, and I am on um, Facebook, quite active, and LinkedIn as well. Cool. No problem. So check out the show notes anchor.fm slash vlogify to find out more thank you very much for coming on the show thank you for inviting me dom really uh, appreciate that and i never thought when i started i never thought i'll be talking about my challenges in one of the podcasts <laughs> yeah that that's kind of the be- the beauty of it you never know where your videos are going to take you and who it's going to get your link linked yeah. up with and that is the, i i fully believe is the real power uh, of video and podcasting and all this online social media stuff. Video is the quite good because people want to see. Number one, they want to touch that feeling of it, kinesthetic. But many of them are visual. Yeah. So they want to see, even if they don't hear you, they just want to see that you're doing something that makes them feel that you're real. Okay, very interesting stuff. So realistically, it is all about making sure we are getting some kind of emotional response for our audience. Therefore, they're more likely to like, to share, and to comment, and tell others about the content, which therefore brings more people, more potential leads to you and your business. So thank you very much to Sudha for all her advice today. Now, if you have any questions relating to today's show, you can send us a voicemail via anchor.fm slash vlogify or you can get involved on Twitter at vlogify studios so that is the end of the show today we've got another one coming next week and remember you can watch you can listen to them all back on the iPlayer if you have an iPhone obviously it's on the Apple podcast player it's also on a number of other podcast directories including anchor.fm um, If you can, especially on iTunes, if you could give us a five-star rating, that makes a huge difference. If you enjoyed the show, if you want to thank us, what you can do is leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. That would be amazing. Right, until next time, folks, take care. Bye-bye.